Have you ever stopped and asked yourself, am I working from a place of victory or am I striving to earn some earthly victory? I know this is kind of a weighty question, but it's something that I've been asking myself recently and I wanted to talk today about how we can work from a place of victory as as kingdom women, as daughters of Christ, we have the victory. It's been bought and paid for by the cross, and I think that it's time for some of us, for all of us, to really just begin to work and live from that victory, to claim that victory for ourselves in our own lives, and then to go into the world from that place of victory. So today, that's what we're talking about. We're hashing it all out. I'm giving you some really practical tips to work from victory, to live from a place of victory. So let's dive into today's episode. Hey, I'm Jenna, and you're listening to the Joy-Filled Podcast, where our aim is to encourage and equip you to live fully surrendered and full of joy as you walk out your God-given mission. Grab your coffee and let's live joy-filled. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. So we had our church's annual women's conference last week, and on the last night, the message was about how we are builders and fighters. And she was talking about in Nehemiah when the workers worked with a tool in one hand and a sword in the other. And the the pastor who was speaking said something that really stuck out to me, and I wanted to expand on it this week. It wasn't the first time I'd ever heard this, and it wasn't even like the main point of her message. It was just something that she said. And and when she said it, I, I really felt, I wrote it down and I felt the Lord just kind of speak to my heart and say, more women need to be reminded of this. And what she said was, we are not fighting for victory. We are fighting from victory. So I wanted to talk today about how we can work and live from a place of victory instead of a place of striving for victory or striving for success. You know, as as daughters of Christ, we can confidently say that that we are working from victory because the victory has already been won through the cross. And when we know that and when we believe that, it really does change everything for us. It's so normal in our culture right now to work hard, to advance ourselves and our personal gain and to strive in our own strength to overcome our issues on our own, in our own power, in our own strength, to live our own truth, to speak our own truth, to live our own life, to chase our own dreams, and to do it all for ourselves. And if we just meditate enough, if we just live healthy enough, if we just affirm ourselves enough, if we just do all the things, then we'll get the victory, we'll get the success, we'll get the fill in the blank that we're looking for. That's the message that is screaming at us from our culture right now, that that it's all up to us and that we can live our our dream life, we can have the success, we can have the victory if we just work enough or do enough. But we know 
as kingdom women that if we are not meditating on the word, if we're not, you know, fueling our bodies with good things because we want to honor the vessel God has given us, if we're not affirming ourselves in the Lord, if we're not doing all the things from a place that honors and wants to glorify God instead of ourselves, then we'll never quote unquote get the victory anyways. We're always going to come up short. We're always going to fall short. We're always going to be left wanting more. And we know that because we're kingdom women, we're daughters of the king, we're daughters of Christ. We know that. So, you know, I, I really feel strongly that God is looking for some women, some daughters who have affirmed themselves in who he says they are and who have meditated on his word and who will remember that their place in, in the winner's circle, so to speak, has already been bought and paid for. He's looking for some women to be who we have, who he has called us to be. Women who are so sure of who they are and where God has them. Because, you know, when when you're victorious, when you've just won something, you've got confidence. You know, you look at you look at athletes who win a game or win, win a big title. There's a confidence. There's a sureness of who they are and where they're placed because they're winners. They're victorious. They made it. And so when we can live with that kind of confidence, that kind of blessed assurance that we have the victory. We are working from victory. So that then when, we, when we're working from that place, when we go out into our mission field, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's at work or at school or at home, whatever your mission field looks like for you, you, then we we aren't working for approval. We aren't striving for accolades or acceptance or applause, but we're working from sureness and confidence in the victory that we have in Christ. So how do we work from victory? I know it's a good idea, but how do we do this practically and tangibly? I want to give you four words today that are going to help you work from victory. I like words, and I like when words are easy to remember. So I made these really easy. I think it's called an alliteration. I made these really easy for you, but I didn't just pull these out of nowhere. Um, I really looked at the life of David and in the Psalms and how he approached fighting from victory and how, how, how this played out in his life. And so we're, we're using David and how he handled the trials in his life as a model for these words that are going to help us work from victory. So the first one is remember. When we're, when we're trying to work from a place of victory, how that plays out practically in our lives, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to remember. We're going to remember who God is and what the cross really meant. Sometimes it can be easy to forget the the real impact of the cross of of what Jesus did on the cross but we have to remember and when when we're finding ourselves feeling unsure and feeling insecure and feeling like we're striving 
that's a good sign that we have forgotten what Jesus did for us on the cross. And so our, our first step is to remember who God is and what Jesus did on the cross. The next thing that we're going to do is we're going to recite. We're going to recite what God says about us out loud. This is something that I have been practicing since I was in middle school. And it is so helpful and vital for confidence and for just knowing who you are because the world is trying to tell us, our culture is trying to tell us how to live and how to be and who we are and who we should be. Um, And so if we don't know what God says about us, if we're not sure about what he says, if we're not reciting that to ourselves, if we're not hearing ourselves say that over and over again, we're going to forget too. So we're going to recite what God says about us. We're going to recite out loud to ourselves that that we are the head and not the tail, that we serve a God who does exceedingly abundantly more, that, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We're going to recite those things. We're going to recite. So we're going to remember, we're going to recite. And then the next thing that we're going to do is we're going to recall. We're going to recall what God has brought you out of. When we're working from a place of victory, we know that even when we are in a battle, even when maybe we lose a battle, we know that because we have the victory, that the war has already been won. So we might fall. We might lose some battles. We might get a little bit scuffed up. But our battle, our, our war, our victory has already been won. So we're going to recall the battles that God has brought us out of. We're going to recall the things that God has actively fought on our behalf for. We're going to recall the good and the bad. Recall in, in thankfulness and recall the things that were hard. Recall the times that God really did pull you out of the dirt, out of the dust and dust you off and make you new. So remember, remember who God is and what the cross means. Recite what God says about you out loud. Recall what God has brought you out of. And then the last thing that we're going to do when we're working from a place of victory and we want to be actively working and living from a place of victory is we're going to rejoice because rejoicing, worshiping, praising, that changes atmospheres, not just physical atmospheres, but worship changes the atmosphere in our mind. When we, when we take a stance of worship, that changes things. It changes external atmospheres as well as internal atmospheres. So like I said before, when we read through the Psalms and we study the words of David and how he approached his, his trials and his struggles and his good moments and his bad moments, we see him, we see these things playing out in, in his life. We see him remembering, remembering who God is and saying, Lord, you are. We see him reciting what God says about him, that We see him reciting these I am statements. We see him recalling what God brought him out of. And then we see him rejoicing. Lord, I praise you. And that's so that's that's the action step that we're going to take is we're going to remember when we want to work from a place of victory. We're going to remember 
who God is. We're going to remember the victory that was already won on the cross. And then we're going to recite. We're going to recite what God says about us so that we can actively walk as victorious women. So that when when the battle comes, when when voices start to come in our head and, and make us question what we're doing or where God has us, we're going to recite what God says about us. And then we're going to recall. We're going to recall what God has brought us out of. We're going to recall that he's never lost a battle and he never will. We're going to recall that if God did it then, if God did it for me then, he'll do it for me again. We're going to recall what God has brought us out of. And then we're going to rejoice because he is good and he didn't have to do anything for us. But because he loves us, he paid it all for us. And so we're going to praise him because we know that worship changes the atmosphere in our mind. It changes our external atmosphere, but it also changes our internal atmosphere, the atmosphere in our mind. And so I hope that you leave today feeling encouraged and just more equipped to truly begin. Maybe maybe you're listening to this and you're realizing that, I wow, I really have not been working and living from a place of victory. Let this be the day that you begin to live your life from victory instead of trying to strive for victory. I, I, I truly pray that you are more equipped to work from victory as you reclaim joy in your life, as you take purposeful action, and as you faithfully steward the things that God has called you to. I love you and I will talk to you next week. If this episode meant something to you, could you do me a favor real quick? Could you take a minute to screenshot what you're listening to, share it to your Instagram stories and tag me. This helps me stay energized and encouraged and also helps me connect and chat with you, which is my absolute favorite thing to do. Plus, it's a great way for me to know what you are loving and wanting more of. Praying joy unspeakable over you today and always. And in the meantime, I will see you over on Instagram.